0: Hot Takes and Cold Beers with your host, Chris and
1: Joe! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Hot Takes and Cold Beers. As always, I am your host, Joe. And with us is Chris, and that noise you heard at the beginning was
0: Skyler head bobbing to our intro song. Uh, I fucking Skylar. love it, dude! I love it. Hey, Skylar all our fans, indeed, all our fans know he is indeed a male. As Joe was about he is to indeed say, a male. everybody knows yes. it. We're just, we're just let, making everybody know he is a male. Everybody knows it. We, we know it.
1: We have we have to clear it up in case there's like new listeners or something like that. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> well,
1: I need man, to address this. Chick this Skylar has some. This trick <laughs> Skylar has some has a deep voice. I don't know. Has some pretty hot takes going on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I, I since are we're diving right into that. Let me let me just. I'm pulling up something. Where is it at? Right here. Okay. As you guys have heard, on you avid listeners of Hot Takes and Cold Beers, you keep hearing Skyler the male to clear it up. But for those of you who were misinformed, I have data right here that Skyler is a male name. It was fake
0: news. Uh, This is fake news. (laughs) Everybody knows it. Look it up. It's fake news.
2: on to the real hard data right here it is actually a dutch name brought to the to new york in the 17th century to it's kind of a variation of the name s c h u y l e r which is actually a dutch war hero so what's good
1: hey uh, chris are you uh, are you dutch
0: i'm not dutch buddy are you dutch I'm not Dutch, buddy.
2: <laughs> and, I don't know. I and just... since 1888, 30, over 33,000 boys have been named Skyler, while just almost 18,000 girls were named Skyler. So there you go.
1: More guys than girls. You're assuming that the census data is correct, which, I, I you know, I, I don't trust that stuff. So Fake uh, news.
0: Yeah. Fake news. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. It's a it's a it's a girl's name. Everybody knows it.
2: I'll be posting my uh, my sources in the in the bio everybody.
0: <laughs> well anyway,
1: how's it going day brothers? Uh, the Browns are eight and three. No I, I think a, I think that's a huge, huge has something to do with we've been wearing number eighty-three for the last two weeks.
0: Mm it's not um, i also that's for sure. i also i also have a confession and you guys are going to hate me for this but maybe you'll love me so the past two weeks and now three weeks on our win streak each week i have gone golfing in the morning now today mm. i went a little mm. bit into the first quarter and each each week we come away with a win now to uh and I shot an 87 today for everybody out there. I was doing pretty good. I was hitting the driver real that's, nice. That's
1: fake news. Hey, listen, I've <laughs> golfed the before. No way this guy gets an 87 on Sunday morning. That's what's <laughs> fake
0: news. <laughs> yeah, bro. No. So anyway, I went into the first quarter a little bit this morning. I was watching on my phone in the cart, but I got home for the second quarter, watched that shit. But the real point here is that on our three-game win streak that we have right now, I golfed in the morning. And therefore, I obviously have to golf next week. So I set up a tee time already for Sunday morning next weekend.
2: Good for you, buddy. You need to golf every week for the rest of the season. That's what I'm
0: saying. Well, that's what I'm going to try and do as far as I can do it. So, you know. I mean, oh, is, yeah. the
1: good, is the good luck you golfing or is, it, uh, or is it you not watching in the first quarter? Which I was, mm, I was
0: watching it. it. I don't know, man. I don't know what we're going to find out next weekend. Because next weekend, yeah. we have the Tennessee Titans. And this is going to be that- a huge game. Huge. It's going to be
1: spectacular. It can be huge. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I also have to ask, are you wearing your Brian Hartline jersey on the golf course? Because this also brings concern to me.
0: Obviously, I'm wearing that underneath my nice polo, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're best.
0: lying to me right now. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'll send you a fucking picture next weekend when I'm doing it, bro. I'm wearing the Heartline Dude, jersey underneath a polo.
2: I'm so happy that I texted the group that first week that we did it because you were about to put on your uh, – what was it? Your
0: Thomas jersey? Joe Thomas, Joe, hey, Thomas, Joe Thomas, bro. Joe Thomas never let me down, bro.
2: No, I, and you know what? All the credit due to Joe Thomas, but we agreed to the Brian Heartline thing, and it worked out.
0: We're 8-3, thanks to 83. We're on a 3-0 and o win streak with the Brian Hartline jersey, so we're going to keep that rolling against the Tennessee Titans. Yes.
1: So it's Joe yes. Thomas would be the next one up if we are unfortunately to lose to the Tennessee Titans next week, which we'll talk about more later. Uh, but Joe Thomas would be the next one up. The reason why, I don't know about you, Chris, the reason why I've saved Joe Thomas for last is because we need this jersey. We need this jersey to be good luck for us in the last couple of games. And you know, I wore my Joe Thomas jersey for every single game of the 0-16 season and then yeah. every single game of the 1-16 and 16 season. So that jersey has a lot of losses on it, which means it has a yeah. lot of wins wow. are due to it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a good point, dude. Yeah. I
0: know I wore my Joe Thomas jersey during that 0-16 and, and the 1-15 and 15 season as well. It's also my lucky draft day uh, jersey that I always wear on a uh, fantasy football draft day. So I don't know. like It, it does have some wins coming to it
2: nice i have a confession to make guys i do not own a zach or no, i'm sorry a joe thomas jersey and um i only own four browns jerseys so brian hartline
1: was my last line of defense
0: mm. hey those, mm.
1: are, those are rookie numbers brother you gotta step those numbers up <laughs> you get him. i you do have step those numbers up i do
2: have seven ohio state jerseys though so
0: ah.
1: oh well that be very useful to us if a house would ever play a fucking game all right <laughs> more on that later
2: <laughs> unless you want to well, let's dive get, into let's that get right. to the
1: important stuff right now and what are you guys drinking tonight Ooh.
2: may i go ahead first go for it brother one.
1: go
0: I've ahead. i've been
2: saving this one this right here is brewed in the great city of canton ohio it is oh. a Royal Docks Brewing Company, and it is called Leatherhead IPA. Mm. It's got a picture of Jim, a little silhouette of Jim Thorpe, and I've been mm. drinking these bad boys for six weeks straight every Sunday. Now, Skylar, I have,
0: I have had that beer. It's a delicious beer. I love it. Yes, I love it. Now, I got a little special surprise for you, Joe, on this one. I got it in my uh, Brown's, mm. Browns Fireball. Fireball. Yeah, fireball custom glass here with the cinnamon sugar rim. And I think you know where I'm going with this. I was just home for Thanksgiving, and I grabbed a 12-pack of Great Lakes Brewing Company Christmas Ale. And here, that's what I've been drinking all day, baby. So good. Ooh, man, the best Christmas ale out there, baby.
1: Super jealous of your uh, Grand Legs Christmas sale. So I love that beer. I think the only uh, Christmas uh, Great Lakes Christmas sale is definitely the best. The only Christmas sale that comes close to it in my mind is the Shiner Cheers. Uh, shout out to mm. Texas, but not as well, good as Great Legs.
0: I would I would counter that with the Thirsty Dog Twelve Dogs of Christmas uh, Christmas Ooh, sale, which I, I also have, have a six. I have a six pack of that in the fridge as well. So. <laughs> I'll have to
1: check that out. You know, I got, I got a plug in with this uh, Thirsty Dog Brewing Company, so I'll have to get some of that
0: down Oh, here dude, real it's, fast, it's, it's really, really good, bro. You'll enjoy that. It's also brewed in Ohio. So, you know, we're going all Ohio beers. Joe, what you drinking on tonight, buddy?
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry to break it up, dude, but I am not uh, drinking beer at all, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a wonderful Thanksgiving break uh four days of pure bliss and happiness nothing to bring me down other than ohio state but more on that later and uh we we had a bunch of leftover whiskey so i'm drinking some blade and bow kentucky straight bourbon whiskey from our neighbors to the south it's pretty mm. dope just figure i finished off the bottle for a nice nice little rendezvous with my bros here get ready to start the work week tomorrow get ready to start my diet tomorrow before I you know get to
2: Chris. Hey you too? Me too.
0: That's uh that's a good pick there, man. That sounds delicious. Super fancy. I was drinking your, I was drinking the uh,
1: yeah yeah. I was drinking the beer champions during the Browns game though. Very I will good. say that
2: the podcast is called Hot Takes and Not Whiskey. I didn't I don't remember well, that being
1: Well it. well Chris has always <laughs> stuck to the beer. There's been episodes where I've drank a champagne. Like I'm the one that wanders off a little stray sometimes, you know. Mm. But it, you, know, you gotta you gotta Fancy have some variety, pants. yeah. Mr. Fancy Puts. Plenty of cold beers,
0: right? Here we go. Cheers, boys. <clears throat> Cheers. Cheers. Nice wit, nice pinky up there too, as well. Pinky. Mm. Technique.
1: Technique. Technique. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the motherfucking Browns, dude. Eight and three. First time since two thousand seven.
2: I just want to point out, we are in the first wild card spot, boys. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's this is real. And if it wasn't for, like, we are in the toughest division in the NFL right now, battling against. Wrong. What do you mean? Wrong. What?
1: Wrong. Okay. Please. I'm not. The AFC North is tough, and if you were listening to previous podcasts, you would, you know, you would know me and Chris's opinion on this. The AFC North is super tough. It's not the toughest division in football.
0: That award
1: would have to go to the NFC West. They got three, seven, and three teams right now. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the 49ers, who are the bottom team, are like four and six or something like that, which isn't great, but better than the uh, Bengals over here. So while the AFC North is tough, it's not the toughest division in football. Okay. Now, well, the, the, my, my, r- my, only, my only caveat to that is that the division that the NFC West got matched up with this year – was the NFC East, so they have gotten fat off of those wins. So, But just strictly off of record, the NFC North is not the toughest division of football. I would argue
2: that the top three teams in the AFC North are better than the top three teams
1: in the NFC West. Really? That's a – man, that's – I don't know. I I don't know if I would go that far, man.
0: the, the the, the, The problem with the squealers is that, yes, they are undefeated, However, a lot of people are trying to pay, uh, take them down a peg and saying, "Oh, you're playing all these shit teams. Like you're defeating people by less than seven points, and you know you're playing these trash teams. So, like, I, and and people are just trying to take away from their undefeated season right now. That's the only thing. Like, you know, everybody knows that I hate the squealers. Everybody knows it. Look it me as well. Everybody hates <laughs> it. Look it up. Everybody, Every, it's a fact. Everybody it's knows a fact. Everybody knows. Um, it's it, you know, but everybody's trying to take them down a peg from their ten and 0 season right now. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. That is but, ridiculous. Well, no. I I
1: would I don't know about the Steelers specifically. I would just like to point out that the Browns were eight and three. We're still only two and two against teams with winning records. There's something to think about. That's all I'm saying. Hey, win's a win.
0: In my hey, I, right. I I agree with Skyler. A win is a win, and I think next week against <clears Tennessee> the <throat> Tennessee Titans is going to be a huge test for us. Yeah, uh, that'll well, be our biggest be,
2: test so far. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: it'll, it'll be it'll be one of the best games ever when it comes to running backs. You got Nick Chubb going up against King Henry. That's going to be crazy, dude. Uh,
2: don't, don't don't you can't mention Nick Chubb without mentioning Kareem Hutt, though, dude. Like the one and you need one and two. No,
1: I, I I agree. No, I'm not taking anything from Kareem Hunt. All Listen, all I'm saying is that today's game against the Jaguars, while it was, uh, it was kind of ugly for the Brown side. Now, I get that our defense were missing a lot of key players, so the defense wasn't all there. Uh, it was a very hard-fought victory, right, uh, against a team that admittedly the Browns should have probably won better against, but it was a hard-fought victory, okay, and uh, – we played like a team. I love to see it. We could not win without Kareem Hunt. We could not win without Baker Mayfield. Uh, Hodge had a huge catch. Hooper had a touchdown. Real, real big team effort, okay? But I'm telling you right now, today, it was solidified that this football team is Nick Chubb's football team, and you can't
0: change my mind on that. Dude, that's three, game, three games in a row with Nick Chubb over 100 yards rushing. Like, no, I don't this disagree man, with you this man, This man, if he was not injured for those four to five weeks he was out, he would by far be the best running back in the league, which if our listeners go back probably way back before the season started, I don't know, in, in a June or July episode, right? Way back in the episodes. Um, I called it at the beginning of the season. I told you guys that Nick Chubb will be the best running back in the league this year, and if he wasn't injured – he, he would be, and the fact that he is still up there in the top backs and he missed four to five weeks, it just, it just uh, solidifies my opinion. So,
2: Well, injuries plagued this whole season, man. I mean, we're talking about a
0: season
1: without a
2: Saquon Barkley or a Christian McCaffrey as well.
1: This has been that's that's true, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's true, but, I mean, yeah. You guys
1: want to know my favorite part about the Hunt-Chubb duo is? What's you that? Know my favorite part? What's that? Guys, check check this out. Check this out, boys. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are the only two running backs in the NFL that have more yards after contact than before. Mm. That's crazy. Oh. That's fucking oh. crazy. Think about. I that. mean, dude, more yards see, after contact than before. No, no. I mean, and if, when you if you
2: watch the games, which obviously we do, but I don't know how many of our listeners do, but you see. You see it, like the way they battle for those yards. Did you see the way Cream Hunt got that first down? The way he like,
1: yeah, leaned he kept his, his knee off the ground. He kept his knee off the ground. I don't know how he fucking did it. It, it was, was parallel. He
2: yeah. was parallel to the floor, like unreal, dude, unreal.
1: Now, one thing I can take away from this game is that uh, that I don't know what that officiating crew is doing, but they were trash. Like, oh they man, were they were trash. so bad. It was so bad. It's. And it's
2: so hard to be, like, not biased and say that the refs are playing a part in it. But, like, that fourth quarter got out of our hands because of those bad calls, dude. Strictly because of those bad calls. We would have got the first down on that first challenge. That should have been a first down. And then on the – was it the fourth and one or whatever? We should have got that one. And, and what was that call they had on Vernon?
1: Well, uh, that, was that? well it, he he led with his helmet. It they called it unnecessary roughness. I mean, I I didn't like it, but I could also see where they're coming from at least on that one. Uh, no. He got
2: sandwiched and it was just a, a circumstance that he had one dude hitting him from the back, Vernon hit him from the front, and it just happened to land that way. It was not intentional.
1: Well, I think I think what the ultimate call was is that because Vernon went into the hit with his arms down at his sides. So, therefore, the helmet was the one that first made t- uh, contact and that was the problem.
2: I disagree with it, though. I think that was bullshit.
1: Well, hey, you're entitled to your Pardon. opinion, brother. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, again, while I said like I said, I think we found out today that it was Nick Chubb's team but I would also – I have told you guys in our group chat, but I'm to give a huge shout-out to Kevin Safansky, man. That dude's mm. in-game adjustments are like – I mean, maybe it's just because I'm used to watching Browns football. You know what I mean? Or Ohio yeah. State football where they don't have to make that many <laughs> in-game adjustments. But, like, the like that uh, Robinson was killing us in the first half. They came out in the second half. I don't think that dude ran for another 30 yards. Like, he just yeah. – like, even even in between the series, Kevin mm. Safansky's over there making calls, making adjustments that – It's nothing like I've seen before in one of my sports teams, which is yeah, man,
0: you love to see it. And I and I and I truly believe that Kevin Stefanski is up there for coach of the year award this at the end of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I I believe he he took a team that you know, let's be honest, we haven't been great for the past, I don't know, 10 years. Um, in the in 13 years whatever it was uh, we've in my lifetime we'll go with that in my lifetime um and I'm 28 folks it's it's you know it's it's been a terrible terrible team for that long and he he came in there as a new coach he implemented his new system and now we're 8 and 3 we haven't won 8 games since 2007 which is insane like every week we go by um that goes by we're getting a new record for the Browns. Like you'll hear something like, "We haven't done this since 1990," or "We haven't mm-hmm. done this like two two running backs haven't uh, scored or ran for over 100 yards since 1966 in Browns history." Like we're getting crazy records like that, and I do believe that is based on Kevin Stefanski. And finally, finally, we made the right fucking call in a GM, in a coach, and I think our future is looking good, no matter what this year yes. ends up. Yeah, it's I a promising
2: future, indeed. Promising, indeed.
0: Now i gotta, I got
1: to pull in a question for Uncle Mark here. Um, do you extend Baker Mayfield or not at end of the season? Because you know he's going to be looking for that extension.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't see why not. We're winning. We're winning. Uh, Baker is not, not an outstanding quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback by any measure, but he he's a team quarterback. He fits our system. We we you know he he loves Cleveland and he wants to win, and that's all I ask for.
0: Um, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'll, I'll say it again. I would extend him personally. We don't need a superstar quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes or a Russell Wilson. We need a quarterback that fits our system and that is a team player and doesn't mind if like he's only throwing for 150 or 200 <clears throat> yards per game with maybe one touchdown. He's okay with giving it off to his running backs who are absolutely – we are a run-first team. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they are just in an outstanding uh, backfield duo. And I think Baker knows that and – I would give him an extension. Now, how could you not? I mean, you, you've said it, Joe. If we end up not making the playoffs for whatever reason, maybe you use next year because we have him for one more year before we have to ultimately decide on his rookie contract. Maybe you use next year to uh, say, all right, Baker, if you do well next year, then we'll extend you. But I would I, I would feel safe. Uh, giving him the extension after this year, um, just because we haven't had quarterback stability in how how many years? Um, it's been at least ten years since we've had a stable quarterback. Uh, probably the last stable quarterback was what Derek Anderson back in like two thousand seven, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, I think I think, I, think and- I I think I think we have to have a stable quarterback and a stable coach. And then after that, we build around these guys. And yeah, what we're yeah. doing right, what we're doing right now, is working. So why not extend it? That's what my. I thought agree. Is. I, I agree, agree too. And,
1: and uh, oh, go ahead, Scott. I
2: was just going to say, if we rewind back to our very, very first episode, you'll know how much I appreciate leadership at the quarterback position. You know, skill is obviously important, but you're a leader at the quarterback position first. And what he provides in a leadership role has provided – I mean, it's evident. He is a crucial part of the offense because the offense trusts him. They know that he's willing to make any sacrifice to win. And that's – ultimately, as a Cleveland fan, like, I think that's all we can ask for, man. Like, I would take a guy who is average – slightly above average skill level who is willing to put everything on the line for the team to win – versus in a, you know, an all-star quarterback who is just trying to get stats and
1: numbers. Yeah, and I, I mean, I agree with that. And as everybody knows, you guys both, the listeners, my opinion on Baker Mayfield has kind of been like a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> I really loved him when we drafted him. I loved him as rookie year. Last year, I was shaky. There's been some parts of this year where I haven't been very enthused about him. But um, overall, I think I agree with you guys. He's a good leader. He – uh he, it, like Skyler says, he is willing to. He puts the team first instead of himself, and that's what matters. And here's another thing too: is uh, you can look at him and say his first, his rookie year was great. Last year was not great. This year has been like kind of split, half and half. But if you go back, someone pointed this out to me uh, today, and it was just if you look at like Joe Montana's first two years, or um, uh, who was the other? there's there's like two quarterbacks, can't remember the other one. But, you know, great for the quarterbacks don't, or for overall. No, just like another quarterback in general. But I'm saying the point was is that no great quarterbacks don't always start off great. And I think that Baker Mayfield could take advantage because we're not going to have Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb forever. Like, I hope we do. We have them as long as we can. But the fact is that they're not going to be here forever. But I'm That's saying, got, like,
2: Eddie, I, I have a hard time living with right now. Uh,
1: <laughs> but my point altogether is that uh, I think Baker's taken these years to evolve. Um, today, he made a couple of bad throws, but he made a couple of really good ones too. And if he keeps having this cushion of the run offense behind him, uh, my my hope is that he can only learn from it and you know become a better quarterback with that cushion. You know what I mean? So I gotta say, yeah, I say we extend Baker, even if we don't make the playoffs. Like Chris said, um, he's the first Cleveland Browns quarterback to own the most victories. In First Energy Stadium, because before him it belonged to Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, so, Ugh. yeah, what I a terrible fucking extend-
0: stab, bro! That yeah, absolutely, we absolutely need we have to, to extend him.
1: We have to extend him just on that fact. I think uh, I yeah,
0: you have yeah. to, right? <laughs>
1: Go ahead. I'm, Joe. Just, I'm just saying this. Is, this is my final uh, comment on this conversation. Is I'm totally okay with like, some Baker. But we we sure as fuck better extend Case Keenum, too, just in case.
0: <laughs> God damn it, Joe. <laughs> you and fucking Case Keenum, man. Holy shit. You fucking love him. Okay, I'll give it to you. Whatever. That's fine. A backup plan is always necessary because you got plan A and then there's always plan B. All right, I get you. Yeah.
2: You don't want to end up like the Denver Broncos. That's for oh sure. my
0: god. Let's let's laugh. let's all take a moment to laugh at the fact that the Denver Broncos played with <laughs> zero quarterbacks today. <laughs> and they, didn't, they didn't lose that bad. They only lost by like two touchdowns, right? Yeah. No, dude. it was bad. I think it was think no. It was, bad. was pretty. It was pretty bad. Uh, the Saints Where's put it? up like forty-two points or something like that. Yeah, dude.
1: Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see
0: that. that. And, and they like, a field goal. <laughs> yeah, Denver got his field goal.
1: It was bad. Oh, let's,
2: let's put it like this: in in fantasy football, I had Noah Fant, the tight end, starting for my team. He led in receiving for the Denver Broncos with 13 receiving yards.
0: Oh, geez, no, that's funny you say that because I picked up Tim Patrick at the beginning of the week this week on like uh, after he cleared the waivers on Wednesday, and because he's been having he's been going going off right, so I was like, oh, this is a good pickup. And then I saw, whenever I saw that zero quarterbacks are eligible for Denver, I was like, oh, because I put him in the starting lineup. I was like, nope, not going to do that. So I, I benched him. I benched yeah. him for, like, uh, yeah. I think uh, uh, the Indiana receiver, not Pascal, but, um, uh, well, whoever Hilton. it was. But yeah, uh, not Wilden. Hilton either. Not Hilton either. But anyway, I benched him. And I benched. Yeah. Uh, I've been uh, out Jerry
1: Judy today too, just because of uh, because of the quarterback situation over there. I'm going to get into fantasy in a second because there's a lot I, <laughs> a lot a I lot. want to talk about with fantasy. There is a lot. there's a lot. Yeah, so yeah, before, we we, before we get yeah. into fantasy, I would like yeah, I would like to say I forget the guy's name, uh, Hilton. H- H- it's either Hilton or Hitton, something like that. The guy who played quarterback for Denver today. All I got to say guy. is like uh, that dude has balls, right? he has been on the practice squad as a wide receiver hasn't played quarterback since college he's going to step into an NFL game with no reps like <laughs> to play an NFL football game like yeah, I, even if he, even awesome. if he didn't perform well like i got to give i got to give that guy some credit man shout out shout out to him
0: yeah, dude, that is that, fucking dude. awesome. I'm just I'm just laughing at the fact that the they the NFL asked uh, Denver to forfeit the game, and they were like, "Nope, not gonna do it." And then they just went in there and lost like forty two to three. Like, I mean, you <laughs> should just forfeit the game.
1: And they wanted no. a, a, I believe they wanted um a re, they have also asked to have their offensive quality assurance coach start at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> they had, they requested the NFL if they could have a coach start at quarterback and the NFL <laughs> said no. That's oh, fucking hilarious. Right. They're gonna what go a, down with a fight, brother. That's that's
0: what for a, sure. What a fucking time we live in, man. That's ridiculous that they even had to do that, man. And
1: yeah, that, uh yeah, well, hey, so to, to shout out someone else who had no business doing what they were doing. Last night you had Nate Robinson get knocked out by Jake Paul. Do you guys watch that fight? <laughs> I did not, dude. I didn't watch it unfortunately.
0: Yeah, no, I uh I didn't order the fight, but I saw, I caught it on YouTube and uh yeah, Jake Paul, he he said night night to Nate Robinson cuz uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, the,
1: the memes that came out on Facebook today
0: were like hilarious. <laughs> they were hilarious. Uh the internet <laughs> for the win as always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: there were, but hey, like Nate Robinson said, he was fighting, he, he's fighting for his kids, he's fighting to raise some charity and all that good stuff. So, again, shout out to him. Uh, I actually put money on Nate uh, Nate Robinson, that's the only FUD I bet on last night. And like, I was like, uh, bless you, Skyler. Um, Thank you. Sorry about
2: that. Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, dude, I, I thought Nate Robinson was gonna win. I was like, this dude's a professional athlete, like, he might have never boxed before. He's a professional athlete. Jake Paul's a shithole kid from Cleveland, Ohio. Runs a YouTube channel. I already that's know that a couple. That's that Cleveland blood, guys. dude. That
2: that's yeah, that Cleveland I, blood. I
1: don't know.
2: I man. think I think
0: I think I think, I think the ultimate winner was Snoop Dogg as the commentary on that fight.
1: Well, <laughs> that's, that's another thing. That's yo, Chris. That's another thing I've been. This is another thing I meant to brought up, and I'm glad that you did. Snoop Dogg did great commentating it, right? And Absolutely. the whole internet, the whole Twitter, Facebook, the whole internet's like. Oh my god, we need Snoop Dogg to commentate more often and everything. I'm like, bro, have you guys not played NHL 20? Because apparently Snoop Dogg not. There's a commentator in NHL 20 and he does the same shit. It's fucking awesome. And yeah, apparently dude. none of these people have played NHL 20 because when Snoop Dogg, you know, it's when you play like a big game in NHL yeah. 20, Snoop Dogg will come in and be like the second period commentator yeah. and he's, he <laughs> does the same shit. He's fucking hilarious. He's it's so like all good, these dude. people. All these people didn't know this, and I'm like, dude, I've known this for at least a year now since I started playing NHL 20.
0: Hey, man, I thought, oh. I, thought I, was, I thought I was playing NHL 20 whenever uh, Snoop Dogg came in and I, I heard him commentating because he was saying the same damn things. It was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I love Snoop Dogg as a commentator. I need more Snoop Dogg as commentator <laughs> on other events. I don't care what the event is. Like, it is entertainment gold. Get it out there, people.
2: I haven't heard it, but I can only imagine that it's absolutely glorious.
1: Well, I don't, Scott. I don't know if you know this or not, but Snoop Dogg is a huge hockey fan.
0: Fucking, love I did him. not know that. I did not. Yeah. It,
2: but it doesn't surprise me. Like Snoop Dogg is like all over the place with anything.
0: He split the defense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it's great. It's awesome. Now, for you guys that missed most of the card, uh, the first two fights. They were like decent fights, uh, you know. It's like after you get so accustomed to watching UFC, boxing just seems really, really slow to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that. I as feel for that. the main,
1: as for the main event, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson, it was actually way more entertaining than I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I thought that that was going to be slow. I thought it was, there was a lot going on, a lot of huge combos. I felt like, even though it wasn't, I felt like I got an experience of a real Mike Tyson fight. Also, Mike Tyson fight definitely won that fight. I feel like the only reason they left it as a draw was to set up, like, maybe another uh, two or to uh, protect their legacies or something like that. But I'm just from someone who was watching it, Mike Tyson won that fight without a doubt. He outlanded him by, like, 60 punches or something like that, too. Well, so I don't know how they could call it a draw. But well,
0: they they called it a draw because there were no judges. Correct. There was also the rule where there's no knockouts allowed. There's also the rule where, like, if there's any kind of cuts, uh, the fight was over and nobody wins. Like, I mean, nobody so, was gonna win that. Nobody was gonna win that fight from the get go, and that's why I ultimately so, decided to not order the fight.
2: How could somebody possibly win that game, that match? Then, like, there, at all?
1: there was there well, so, was no way. What? There was judges, but their scorecards were kept uh, down. So it was like the unofficial scorecards that said that the Mike Tyson not landed them. But yeah, overall, yeah, I wasn't expecting much going through that fight. Um, uh, you know, Mike Tyson's legendary. I live in Pensacola. Roy Jones, Jones, Roy Jones Jr. is from Pensacola, has a huge presence down here. So I like, I was like going both ways with it. Again, didn't expect much. It was a great fight, especially for two 50-year-old guys out there. They were doing combos. They were fast, throwing hooks. It was it was a good fight. And then especially, I just got so excited when Mike Tyson came out with his uh, – he came out with his tiny black shorts, the most iconic shorts. You know, it said Tyson on him. You know all the other boxers and other fights. They have these huge shorts, different colors, all kinds of sponsors all over them. The one guy had like a gladiator belt made out of like boxing short material. <laughs> this, this ridiculous shit, right? But no, Mike Tyson's coming in with his silky black shorts, short as hell. Looked like just mm. did in the 80s. Like I, so I was, I felt like I got a full experience, even though I didn't. I felt like yeah, that's th- what matters.
0: The memes that came from that shit were also hilarious. Though my my top one, my top favorite meme that came was like uh now it was the picture of the square up prior to the fight it was like these dudes look like a couple uh drunk uncles at the family reunion about to fight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what that's what Snoop Dogg said he said hey
1: he said hey grandma the two uncles are about to fight again
0: <laughs>
2: oh <my> god, <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yeah, with that kind of commentary he needs to be somewhere. he needs to be a professional for sure
0: absolutely man hey i'm glad to hear that that fight went well though um like i said the nate robinson knockout was just insane i saw that one and that man can never box again uh he's gonna have a hard he's gonna have a hard time uh trying to do anything again because he's just gonna get fucking ridiculed constantly like by his teammates uh hey man remember uh, when you got knocked the fuck out by a youtube star (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey from from everything i heard that dude has been taking the jokes good and everything like that and that's, that's, that's good you like to see like, that's it's good it's that's it's 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 y- you love to see and that. actually i mean, I, I, he... I i expected jake paul would be a lot more cocky about it too and honestly like in his post-fight interview i don't know I, I don't follow him on twitter or anything so i know what he's done since the fight but in his post-fight interview the first thing he said was like shout out to nate for getting in here he was better than i thought he would be you know so like he that you know, even he's an asshole. Like at least it wasn't too cocky. After, but yeah, you know what I mean. So, well, overall, I mean, dude, you get into the ring. You step into
2: that ring. You know the consequences you're gonna take, dude. So getting knocked out is for sure on the on the table.
1: So I would like to offer a cheers to you guys before we get into our next topic because we're gonna we're gonna need it. We're so gonna uh, need it. all cheers, right, boys. cheers,
2: cheers, yummy. Yeah, I mean, it. it Anxious
1: about this. Oh well, you're already anxious what is about it? this. Ohio State football, it? bro. What the fuck is going Ooh. on? <laughs> Look, yeah, see this guy? Listeners right back into to it. Skyler immediately puts his hand in his face because we're all feeling the same way about this shit right now. Look at him, dude. First off, let me say You're welcome for that cheers beforehand, by the way.
0: Thank you for that, yeah. because we all we all needed it, let's be honest. First off, I could as mentioned one right now. All right, let's do another one real quick before we get into it. <laughs> another another cheers, boys. <laughs> uh, okay. as, so, as mentioned in a prior podcast, Justin Fields, he lost the Heisman Trophy based on that Indiana Indiana game, bro. It's
2: still too he, soon.
0: I don't want to no, talk about I, it. It, I don't, I don't, I, it does hurt. Mm. It hurts me, but it is sometimes the key to healing – is talking about it sometimes, okay? So Justin Fields, no, no. okay. He lost the Heisman, bro. I'm sorry. He's going to be a finalist, that's for sure, but he lost the Heisman. I don't care what you say. He ain't going to win too it. too soon. It's I know. I understand. It, 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 it pains me as well. Second, what the fuck? We canceled okay. our game this, this week. Not that Illinois was going to be a huge game, but the fact that we canceled our game, it's just it, – our playoff hopes are gone. They're fucking okay, gone. Hold no, hold on. Let's, let's slow it down a
2: little bit. Okay, Chris, I know that you have been busy and you have not opened my links that I have been sending to the group chat. Okay. Joe has, and I have been informing him on what we did that could possibly help us get into the playoffs. Okay? Please enlighten me. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Now, take I had to take a deep breath because this is a lot to unpack here. Okay. Ohio State chose to not play this week. Not the Big 10. If you get what I'm saying. It was a okay. university it was the university's decision to not play because we did have an increase in the COVID-19 cases and all that, but we didn't actually meet the Big 10 standards of ha- being forced to cancel. So we chose to do it to get ahead of it. So that way they said on they they played like the the um what's the word like the good moral side of it by saying, you know, it we felt it wasn't the right thing to do to They took the risk. high
0: ground. Yes. Anakin, ground. I, have Girl, I have the high ground. ground. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: But yeah, they chose the moral high ground and said we didn't want to risk the spread of the virus to the other team. Which hey, good for you, you know. But that where does that leave us, fans? Now because we want to see our team make it to the college football playoff after. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you real fast. Go Uh, ahead. I think I know where you're going. But my only introduction was was it a more. Was it a moral high ground or was it because if we waited till it met the Big Ten threshold, we couldn't play next week. And they're like, Yo, let's just cancel this week so we can possibly play next week. I don't I, know if it was you know, moral. But it, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I agree with you,
2: dude. It could totally be a facade. And if it is, I'm, I, don't, I don't care. I'm on board with it. They make it look good and that looks good on the university, which makes me look good as a fan. And a future student, by the way, alumni and a future student.
0: Hey, yeah! Uh, Shout out to you, brother. I haven't talked to you since face to face since you got accepted into that program, bro. Congratulations, man!
2: Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that was huge news for me and my family. So it was, was
0: huge. Huge.
2: It's possibly the biggest news in the world. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Look it's it spectacular. up. Look
0: it up. You can find it. Look it up. <laughs> it's gonna be wonderful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so to to go back to my point, um, they maybe did it knowing that they're like, hey, we're gonna put on this little facade, like taking the moral high ground, but we know we're really just saving our asses here. Because if they halted everything right there, they paused everything and canceled this week, then there's still a chance, hopefully, everything goes well there's a slight chance that we can still finish out the season, play Michigan State, that team up north, and move on to the Big Ten Championship. Mm. If we had waited and things had gotten worse, which it was on track for, then we were completely risking a two-week cancellation. So they were like, hey, we cancel now. We we miss one game with the possibility of coming back for the rest of our season, or Mm. we try to keep going And totally, I mean, it's pretty much a guarantee. If they kept going, that the virus was going to spread even further. And we were for sure going to have to miss out on two weeks.
0: Man. Okay. When you put it like that, I don't feel so bad. But yeah. And that's what what it comes out that way. That's what he was
1: telling me all yesterday. Um, It's like, it's not so much that we cancel the big tendon forces cancel, which is good because that almost would have definitely meant that we missed next week. The university was getting ahead of it uh, shutting down this week and to try and salvage our last two games so we can still contend for the
0: uh, uh, yeah. uh, big and, game title. So uh, the only solace I take in this is that if Ohio State misses the college football playoff, let's just say they do. I'm going to be upset about it. You're going to be upset about it. I understand. But yep. that has the possibility – of Cincinnati sneaking in there as that number four, which I would be okay. That doesn't with. make me happy. That doesn't make me no. happy. No, it, uh, no I'm not a Cincinnati fan. Nobody, Ohio State nobody's that happy about it. But like, at least I could take some solace that in a non-power five conference team can sneak into the into the college football playoffs. Um, no, it's gonna then. Then
2: we're gonna be talking about two SEC and no, two the, ACC the, teams. The
0: the thing is, is that. You know, this is one of our most competitive teams that we've had in a long time, minus our secondary on Ohio State. Let's yeah. be honest. The secondary is very on Ohio State right now, which is very uncommon for Ohio State, by the way. But the second secondary is very uh, suspect um, at best with most yeah. long plays. I mean, you've said it. I've said it. Joe said it. Um I don't know, man, but I really truly believe that we can compete in that college football playoff and compete for a national championship. But I mean, I I think, I think part of it,
2: I think part of like the, the, the shakiness of our secondary and our whole team really has just shown up in the, in the second half. Every time we play when we're getting ahead by three or four touchdowns and then, like Ryan Day has openly said it, it's on him because he's having such a hard time to keep the team motivated when we're up Mm. three or four Mm. scores against a team that we know we're going to blow out and there's an empty stadium and it's a night game and all this stuff. Like He's like, he admitted it's hard. It is extremely difficult to keep the team motivated, which I've done a little uh, digging into other medias and stuff and they've mentioned a good point where he needs to start putting in the second string and third string players a little earlier because they're going to be more excited, more amped up to get out onto the field. Absolutely. Yeah, because he's keeping the starters in through the third quarter, and then that's when they start to taper off. And then next thing you know, the other team goes up a couple scores, and now it's like, oh, no, we have to keep the starters in. We can't take them out. We have to keep them in because we need to stay alive.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so my only other thing on this is uh, going back a little bit. I know you guys are talking about other shit, but I'm glad, for one, that we actually didn't play on Saturday. I'll tell you why. It's because of COVID restrictions. That game was supposed to be a noon ET uh, kickoff, which would have been 11 a.m. in Illinois, where the game was at. And because of the COVID restrictions, Ohio State wasn't even going to fly out until Saturday morning. Mm. And uh, yeah. so you find out? You're, you're saying you're going to travel, get to the stadium and then start a kickoff all in a couple of hours. Nah, dude. Yeah. I don't care. I know Illinois isn't a good team, but I, I don't care who you're playing. I don't want that for my team no matter what. So that's another yeah. reason why I was happy that we weren't playing on Saturday. That's a good point. We're going to have to do the same thing against Michigan state though.
0: Hey man, Michigan state, they took out uh, Ooh, that's a cheers for you though. That take a drink there. Whoever just uh, had a vibration. There. That
1: was the. Skylar?
0: Yeah. No. No way. Was it? Yeah, yeah dude. We all did. we all just heard your vibrating, your vibrator oh. in the background. I mean, it's just- we all know uh, that just goes to show that, you know, you may be a female. I don't know. You know, ask <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> hey. He's got a vibrator on in the background. Gender and sexual
2: hey. orientation are not the same thing, bloody. All right. It's Yeah.
1: I kinda of have to agree with Sky on this one, Chris. Don't um don't knock on the vibrators till you try it, okay? That's all
0: I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah, I was going into <laughs> I was going into the the fact that Michigan State just beat Northwestern, which that's okay, I guess. I mean, I don't know, like Northwestern. actually
1: I, just- I actually bro I actually low key hated that. Like I know that it's, like, always good to see, like, a good team lose. Like, I always root for the underdogs. But I was so upset to see that because if something terrible does happen to Ohio State and we don't make the playoff, uh, Northwestern is pretty much our last chance to have Big Ten representation in the playoffs. Now that they have one loss to Michigan State, like, they're done too. So that's, that's why I wasn't but happy to see that.
2: Let me throw something in there, though, because – something I mentioned to you, Joe, is with our whole question about whether or not we're going to make it to a big 10 championship and a college football playoff, uh, a big question has been if the big 10 is going to actually uh, change their guidelines, you know, change their, their game limitation, their minimum, you know, because first they said they weren't going to have a season. Then they said they're going to postpone it and they doubled down on the postpone it, And then they changed their mind and said, no, we're coming back in, you know, October. And Uh, they just keep changing their minds. And there's a chance that, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to keep out an undefeated Ohio State team from the Big Ten Championship to put in an Indiana team that has already been beaten by Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and and now that Northwestern just got beat, you know, things are looking chaotic in the West, the Big Ten West as well. So there's a good chance, like, I don't want to say a good chance, but there is a slim chance that they they might change that uh, minimum – game limit and uh, Northwestern getting beat was a big would be a big
0: help for that so the well, Big I mean, Ten I mean the, that's, the Big that's, Ten has shot person. themselves in the foot the Big Ten has yeah. shot themselves in the foot dude like they, they already put that uh, stipulation that if you have COVID you're out for three games or 21 days that's it Yeah, and they, they shot themselves in the foot with that man and they, they Yo, basically and Ohio State the entire... even... yeah go ahead Ohio State Ohio State
2: hasn't even released who has COVID, by the way, other than Ryan Day.
0: Ryan Day, obviously, yeah.
2: Let's knock on wood, but, like, who knows? Justin Fields, Chris Olave. Let me knock harder. Like, who knows who could have it right now, and that's a 21-day, that's three weeks without them. You're
1: going to have to knock so hard to get Sky's vibrator back out, you know what I mean? uh, (laughs) Yeah. That hey, was just my th- fantasy notification
2: letting me know about how monster of a day Derrick Henry had.
1: And we're about to get into this in a second. But first of all, all I'm saying is that again, the like, you know, Ohio State fan first, Big Ten fan second, besides that team up north, fuck them. But fuck I was them. Just-
2: always. Always I was been. hoping
1: I was hoping that Northwestern would stay defeat at least until the Big Ten title game. So if anything happened to Ohio State and we didn't make it into the playoff, that we at least have one Big Ten team in there. And now the Big Ten's only hope is Ohio State. So that's hmm. just my whole thing on it.
0: You well, really hate to see me, it too, man.
1: Let me go back a little
2: bit too on this because um, I didn't realize until looking into it, but the Big Ten actually changed their policy and every single team in the Big Ten – is going to play on championship week. They're just going to be matched yeah. up with a team of their caliber. So if we don't make the championship, because let's you know, not come with it again, we don't play next week and we don't make it into the Big Ten championship, we will still play that week. We will have an extra game on our schedule to show the CFP what we're made of. And that would most likely be against Wisconsin.
1: So... Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's cool. But I'm saying if we miss, like, one of our last two games and we play Wisconsin, we, we're 6-0 and without a Big Ten title. I don't know if we get into the championship or the playoff on that. I don't know either. But
2: so far, the fact that the committee honestly kept us at four, even, you know, last week, I think that was a, a huge sign that they do respect us, like – a, a lot because being four and O is cool, but at the same time, like we should have been five and O, and we already had a cancellation and all these other teams have played so many more games than us. I think the the CFP showed a huge respect for us, and come down the line, you know, December twentieth, I don't know, man. Hopefully, we don't miss too many games, but I think they still show that respect for us in some way.
1: Yeah, well, I hope you're right, dude. I hope you're right. All right. Hey, so uh, let's do another cheers to Ohio State real fast. Hopefully they play the next few games.
0: Cheers to Ohio State. Cheers.
1: Got to beat that team up north, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And then I would like to offer another cheers. You guys are going to want another one. Come on, put them back. Uh, put them back
0: uh, I need another beer. Hold on. Oh, oh okay. We'll wait for I, Chris I, to get another beer. beer. Let me get another
1: oh, I'll just hey, – yeah, I, here. I, Scott and I, I, I can do it. Here we go. Cheers.
2: Uh, I I will say it's getting a little late there though, guys. I'm uh, I'm still on no, yeah, time.
1: We have uh, so is Chris. We got we got one more conversation, and the last okay. conversation is uh, or I guess the last topic as as whole has all been a conversation. If you want to get technical, whatever. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, the, uh, the last topic. The reason why I wanted the guys to order a drink for cuz we're going to talk about our fantasy football these <sighs> days, right? Yeah, I mean, I was and, uh, that, yeah, that. and yeah, I just have to bring it up because dude, your boy, let me check. I got to check real fast. I got to check before I uh I get into um before I start making comments. Let me hang on real Let quick. me check. Oh this. yeah, there
0: we, there we go. There
1: we go. I'm about to win this week,
0: okay? Uh Hey, yo. Be- I'm back. I'm back. And let me fucking give you a cheers to that, brother. Oh, uh, uh, Your boy. Oh. Uh,
1: I know we were talking about Chris, but we were talking about fantasy football in our league. And mm. I just double checked, and I'm almost—I'm oh, uh, all but guaranteed to win this week. Mm. And uh, that means that your friend—I don't know who he is—but your friend JMO, he's about to lose to my friend Sean, yep. who's Absolutely. the worst team in the league. And That's guys, what I fucking love. You know who's going to be? You know who that puts back in uh,
0: first place? Go, who's that? Who's, who's that? Tell,
1: no, no, just go ahead and tell him. Just tell him. Who is that, that, is are, you,
0: are you back at number one, bro?
1: Dude, send it bros. Is it not send it bros? Oh, no, I'm ahead of them or whoever that is. <laughs> but hey, so check this out. Right. Cheers uh, to you, brother.
2: Cheers to you. If,
1: thank you. Thank you. I'll take another one. Um, if I don't win GM of the year, I don't know how I can't because I dude, face so many. Fuck injuries. you, bro.
0: What's shaping up to be the greatest uh, hot takes and cold beers uh, championship round of all time? And I swear to God, if we play each other in the finals, I would love that. That would make such good content. You know what, Chris? You got to make sure you get into the playoffs first here. Hey, man, I'm going to win my fucking game this week. I'm going to fucking sneak in. I'm going to be number, like... Four or five. Whoa, episodes. whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I
2: Last thinking, I checked, you were losing, buddy. Hold
0: no, on, I uh, no, I. You checked wrong there, brother. <laughs> oh, you did come back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see Alan, Alan Robinson is is taking some fucking passes from Mitch the Bitch up in there in uh, Chicago playing Green Bay this week. Woo! Your boy's gonna come back in, and I'm gonna make it into the playoffs. Yes, this is the first time I've made playoffs in like two years. As the commissioner, I'm super excited. I can't wait.
1: So this will be an easy first round matchup for me. Uh, that's uh, Fuck you, bro. And, and all I like to say is that again, I would like. I don't know. I don't think the guys in our league listen to this, but if you are listening and you're voting GM of the year, I've lost nine different running backs to the IR. And I'm still hmm. about to be back in first place. Okay. If that doesn't mean something, I don't know what does.
0: Yeah. You so Show some uh, love for your boy. You get there a There was all that talk for Jonathan Silva. There was yeah, that all that talk oh. for Silva. Oh, bro. So John wants to come on actually on a podcast in the future and talk some shit to you, Skylar. So look out for that in the future. Cause when that shit comes up like he said, I want to fucking talk shit to Skylar so hard. And I uh, don't know why
2: I've, I I, have, no. I literally, I literally built his team.
0: No, it's fine. Like I, I
1: also contribute. I also have contributed a lot to John Silva's team and he's still he's, not doing shit. So no, and uh,
2: he's, he, he's, he's so butthurt because I wouldn't make this final deal with him. I did like four trades with this guy. I gave him Tyree kill and Kareem hunt and then he wanted more and he, yo, I didn't give him more.
1: I gave Skyler. him Cal- I gave him Calvin Ridley and Stefan Diggs. Like, how much does this dude fucking want? Like, I- <laughs> <laughs> on your and fucking I beat side, him.
0: on your Sky- side, Skyler, bro. On your fucking re- uh, uh, reneg deal that you had with fucking Bubba, uh, oh, he's, yeah. Still, yeah. he's still giving me shit about that. He he fucking messaged me today. He's like, hey, remember that time that I had Tyreek Hill <laughs> on my team before you yeah. you like fuck you man that wasn't me i was like what am i supposed to do i'll admit like
2: that was my that was my that was my rookie move of the year because i didn't look at the trade the whole way
0: i'll give you two middle fingers up you see him right now two middle fingers right up your ass because you forced me to do that you called me as soon as as soon as that shit happened and you were like i didn't mean to do that I didn't make that trade. I didn't want to do it. And then I was forced – I was put in the position as commissioner to say, okay, he called me, and it's vetoed. But then Bubba (laughs) has been giving me shit the rest of the fucking year about this goddamn trade.
2: Keep in mind, Bubba has no respect for you as a commissioner, okay? And I have all the (laughs) respect in the world for you, Chris, okay? Like I bet you do because
0: because a <laughs> fucking uh uh that guy that you were gonna Tyreek Hill he went off for like fifty fucking points a day. <laughs> I was
2: gonna say, and if it means anything, I completely regret giving up Tyreek Hill at this point. So,
0: mm. you put All me right, in well, a so
1: future position. future episodes to look out for. We're gonna have John Silver and Skylar Smackdown. Uh rap battle or some shit. That's gonna be dope. Let me just man. add to that by the way.
2: Me and John Silva played and I won. So mm. boom. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Hey, call save out. it save, it, save it for the call show, Skyler. We gotta save <laughs> no. that for the show. Call him out. Call him out right now. You <laughs> love Take take your L like a man. Woo! Ooh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so that episode we're gonna have to make happen. Another episode that we're gonna have to make happen. While we are actually recording this one, I was on the old IG hitting up our buddy Mike from Whack Brackets, and we came up with a great episode, Chris. You wanna know what it is? Yeah, hit me. So, you and I are gonna come up with a list of eight Browns quarterbacks, past and present. And then Mike is going to give us some whack bracket quarterbacks for him. <laughs> and right here on Hot Takes and Cold Beers, we're going to do Ooh. a Browns quarterback whack bracket episode. They'll <laughs> <So laughs> look for that in the future too. Yes. That's a shit perfect. show. That's a shit perfect perfect
0: show. Perfect idea. Perfect idea, bro. I love it. I fucking love that idea. You're, oh, a, you're an also, idea, man.
1: Also, if you haven't heard it, our the best sitcom episode is out. Uh, listen to that. That was a great episode. One of our, our most recent Bracket episode. And actually, the first Bracket episode that we did in a long time that wasn't corrupted by... Uh, yeah, no offense to Chris, but by Chris. So that's
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. I, I recorded it to cloud. I learned from my mis- past mistakes. It was all good. Uh, it took a while to edit because it was a little bit longer than normal. But uh, I was happy with the end result. That shit had me fucking laughing. I mean... That's me being an an idiot laughing at my own friends and my own commentary, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny. You guys might enjoy it too. I don't know.
2: I haven't heard it. I got to listen to it now.
0: You got to listen to it. Uh, Yeah. So listen to the sitcoms episode.
1: Um, If you still want a t-shirt, we still got some t-shirts, all that good stuff down the line we thank you for your patronage skylar thank you for coming on bro we've been trying to make this happen for a couple weeks now and we're glad that oh yeah we got you. always a
2: pleasure man always a pleasure i love you guys you guys are awesome i love the podcast and uh i can't wait to come on again
0: hey oh, skylar yeah, give me a cheers boys give me a cheers. cheers thanks for coming on we'll talk to you next time mm. all right and we'll see you